Asian Avengers. So weak. Asian Avengers. So weak. Asian, Asian <laughs> Avengers. So, weak. so so fuckable, bro. You know. Whoa, whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast for two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American gives a fuck about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I really have to pee. Right now? No, but let's just keep going. No, you can go. No, no, no. You know why? It's because <laughs> this is a trick I used to do when I was in high school and I had a, um, I was like, I would really wanted to be amped up for an exam. Yeah. What I would do is I would make sure I had to go <laughs> because then I would be like really focused. No. Yes. All the t- I would be like, oh man, but I'm going to really nail this like, you know, pre-calc test and it worked for me it just kind of was like it just made me like kind of like yeah oh yeah like, you know just like get this done just, faster let's just get this done and it's not even yeah necessarily about speed it was just kind of like something to kind of just keep me going dude so, that's insane because i can't focus on anything if i have to pee yeah man i'm all about it i it's, it's almost my superpower that you could even i can hold it for so an, long an iron bladder yeah i'm sure i have an affection of some that's kind, crazy i'm the opposite i have pee so frequently really you're a small oh, yeah. person you're is that why you think i think so look how big like my my waist is what's, I gotta, your, what's, what's your waist size bro my waist size isn't that big but i think i got big hips you know i got a big <laughs> hip <laughs> you got a big and booty. like uh, the uh, the bowl my my pelvic bowl is, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. pretty deep that's perfect for childbearing <laughs> yes yeah, exactly so um, i'm mike nguyen Yes, Mike, <laughs> that guy with the with the big bladder. Yeah, everybody, uh, real quick, shouts to Listening Party and uh, Canal Street Radio, Canal Street Market for having us. Uh, check those guys out on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Um, it's been a very busy f- week for the A and A boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some cool stuff this week, man. We did. We, we did. did uh, Want to talk about crushing the myth? Yes. Yesterday we did crushing the myth. Was, yes. Uh, this awesome kind of like a speaker series that's just starting. Um, Shouts to JD Chang. JD Chang is organizing it, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, and I think he's actually going to put a video, the video of all the talks up online. Oh, so really? We'll try to find that and and, and get it up on um, on the Instagrams and stuff like that. But um, yeah. So, so Fumi and I did kind of what would you call? I've been telling people it's like a. It was like a TED talk. It was a TED talk. Yeah, yeah, but about Asian, about Asian stuff. So what was our what was our topic again? Our topic was uh, how to be funny while being Asian. Yes, because those are really <laughs> difficult, uh, yeah. mutually exclusive <laughs> things. But we think we've uh, cracked the case, and so we we did uh, we did a little thing. We did some some. Uh, we showed a clip of of Fumi's of Fumi stand up, which thank God people laughed. I know. I was, I was so scared as as you hit play. I was like, like what if this just eats shit? I know in front of everybody because <laughs> they're like, well, now your premise is. Flawed yeah. because you're not funny. Oh, so you can't be funny. So you're Asian just Asian. At the same time. <laughs> Great, fantastic. No, but it was really good. It was really fun. Uh, some fans uh, were there. Uh, some people who knew we were going to come, and some people who, who yeah. I was always I was surprised to see that there were so many fans there. Yeah, it was awesome. So, I would say there were maybe like twenty people who knew. Yeah, the, us. The funniest thing was the venue. Dude, oh yeah, so funny. Oh, what? Because it was beautiful. It was like the cutting room, right? And it, it's like a, it's like a, what would you call burlesque? Kind of, yeah, burlesque. Kind of like a. I've never been into the House of Blues, but I would imagine House of Ooh. Blues is look like that. Yeah, 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 like jazzy, jazzy. Yep, yep, you know, yep, yep. people's drinking. Um, you know, uh, at at a at a table while listening to live music. Mm-hmm. Such an old school like way of doing it, mm-hmm. and it was very strange that we were there. I love the. Uh, you were talking about this, but. You know, we think like comedians, right? And we've done so many comedy oh, shows God, yes. and live events produced by comedians and, and they're fucking awful. Oh. Okay? They're in a <laughs> shitty bar. It smells like poop. Oh, my God. Nobody, terrible. We don't even get free drinks. Nothing. Uh, there's no green room. There's no way to wait. You, you wait in like, where would you usually wait? You outside, just, probably. Outside? In the cold. In the cold. Yep. Yep. Uh, you can hear the barista making coffee. You yes. know, when somebody's doing their comedy. 
and uh, and that's just what we're used to, right? We're these, so these, used to that. But then you step out of that comedy world and you you work with real producers of like real Who things, have actual skills, right? And a network. And this guy put this together in like a month. Yes, I spoke to him like a month ago, and he, dude, a hundred. He got he sold a hundred tickets on just Facebook. That's crazy. And people came out. People enjoyed it. It was a beautiful venue. The the audio, video, everything, right? Everything was just like working perfectly. Yeah. So efficient. You can contrast to like the shows I've. I I think I did a show earlier in the week, where we had to beg five people to come into the back room. Probably right. they thought we were going to murder them. Right. And then they didn't laugh at any of our jokes. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. That that's, was the show. You know, if you just look at that holistically, that's a really mean thing to do to someone. You know, you beg somebody Please to come, come in. Please come in this like, thing. Fine, fine, like you look like you need it, and then you have an awful ninety-minute show. Oh, Woo. Oof. it was. Uh, it was. It was. It wasn't good. The more we do this podcast, the 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 more we realize we need to really step out of that comedy game. We really need to stop doing comedy. <laughs> I think that's the key. I think we need to get into the what? What would we even call it? The the TED Talk game. Is there like a TED Talk circuit we get into? I mean, I think that's what we're slowly getting into. I, I watched this really interesting documentary about this guy who was like a, um, he's like a motivational speaker. Yeah. And he was like trying to get real big and he had, he, he had to stop for a little bit because he did a motivational speaking thing where he made a bunch of people sit in one of those like, um, you know, kind of like hot, rooms you know what I'm okay. talking about like a hot yoga room yeah 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 like that okay. um, in order to like have a vision quest type of thing or something whoa. and three people died whoa yeah he was that motivating <laughs> <laughs> so I was like this guy's good but uh, but dude people come out to see that stuff I, know. I need to change my whole thing I'm yeah. out longer about comedy no. I'm all about finding your inner chakra that's way way better yes um, okay cool before we start the show let's do a quick shout out to our, our newest Patreon people oh yeah of the week uh Again, listeners, if you don't know what we're doing right now, we have a Patreon page where you can donate to our show and help us uh, pay for stuff. And we always uh, give a shout out to our newest subscribers. So this week we have Catherine. Just Catherine. Just Catherine. Yep. C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Where do you think she... There's no last name. We have to just guess where she's from based on her Uh, first name. I'm just going to go on the wild here. I'm just going to say New Zealand. She could be... Do you think... No. What do... New Zealand was a British colony? I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know Catherine yeah, I, I, I was getting that UK vibe a little bit Oh yeah Yeah yeah. Listeners if you want to donate And want to shout out Put your goddamn last name in here Okay <laughs> This game is not fun Not the fun. last. I can't tell where you're from your, From your first name Yeah Next name Eric Conley C-O-N-L-E-Y C-O-N-L-E-Y Conley Conley Polish R- uh, Maybe Irish Irish Conley Yeah Conley Shouts to the uh, non-Asian people Supporting this podcast yeah, Thank you so. Yeah And last but not least We're Don. always wrong They're always Filipino I know That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, right Every time we see a foreign like, name no, I'm actually We're Filipino actually I'm like god damn it Last but not least We got Don Lee Don L- Lee That's my boy L-E He's my uh, Yeah that's the uh, That's the Vietnamese way of spelling it We're, we're always like wow. You know what Should we have it really straightforward Nah Let's no. make it a little confusing <laughs> L-E is the how you Don's say a pretty cool name though I think Don's He's a awesome cool, he's, uh, uh, he's my childhood friend His dad and my dad were friends In, in the, the war old, In the old country In Whoa! the war yeah, in, the, in the war uh, You know In the foxhole Foxhole friends dude They were buddies And then my uh, He uh, Don and I were friends Since we were like little kids And yeah. I always remember being like 
Like I really looked up to him. He's younger than me, but I always okay. looked up to him. We yep. were very close in age. Yeah, yep. because he as a kid would drink beer as a kid. And I was like, this is the manliest kid I've ever why? seen. Why? 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 Because his dad was just like, he has a brother yeah. and the two of them are just, you know, it's like two sons, a, you know, a real tough dad and yeah. they're always like playing sports and like, rah, and like doing all this like manly shit. And what? I was like, oh, it's cold. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Vietnamese Asian dudes. <laughs> Vietnamese Asian dudes. Vietnamese <laughs> dudes. They just have such a different culture, you know? Yeah. We like, love that's, that's not a thing that no. other Asian countries we're, like we're drinking beard aged what you were like 12 oh god he must have been like 7 that is insane I, now that I think about it it was probably a bad idea but yeah uh, at the time I was like this guy is so cool <laughs> and I was like I will have a sippy cup you know I, my memory of drinking beer as a kid is when my, my dad would be drinking at the dinner table and I would dip my chopstick I would dip <laughs> my chopstick in his beer and I would suck on it and I'd be like ew ew <laughs> It's actually really adorable. Yeah, I'm nothing like Don. I'm the opposite of Don. You're the opposite of Don. Don would have been like, you fucking bitch. You little uh, bitch. <laughs> and then he would take your money. But shout out to Don. Thank you very much. Um, all right, let's get uh, let's get right into it, bro. Dude, we are super excited. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have uh, a... Uh, can, can I use your title? Yeah. Okay, what, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm going to mess it up. What is your title? Um, I'm a curatorial assistant at the Whitney Museum of American Art. Everybody wow. give it up right now for <laughs> Jessica. Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I was gonna, you know you what? You don't even know her. <laughs> because we were talking about, we were talking about Jess, uh, Jessica Gao the other day. Oh, that's right. That's right. Do you go by Jesse? Yes, but some people call me Jess. Okay, what would you like to go by through the duration of this podcast? I think we'll go with Jesse. 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 Yeah. No, so All formal. Right. I okay, mean, so okay. informal. <laughs> I like it. So I like it. I like my it. first question is, and this is from the office, are you assistant curator or assistant to the curator? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? I'm an assistant to the curator. Okay, but you're also a curator too. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You I have would say some, yes. You have some of, those, some of those qualities. Yeah, I help my boss who's a curator to what, do a lot of stuff. What is... What is curating? Um, I think in the most like basic sense, it's like we choose the artwork that will go on the walls. Okay. That's a really important job. That's pretty much the whole That's thing. The, yeah. Isn't that all <laughs> the museum? All, That's yeah. all museums yeah. do. What else is yeah. there? That's Even insane. There to do in a museum. Oh my God. So tell us a little about the Whitney Museum. Some people may yeah. have heard of it. Some people don't. It's a, a pretty big museum in, in New York. Um, but like, what is its thing? What, what, what's <laughs> what up about it? Thing? Yeah. Um, so the Whitney primarily focuses on um, American art from the. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? You're I don't it. know because I'm like, if I mess this up, no, it's not. Like, I don't know where I work. <laughs> <laughs> and it, okay, so it's modern and contemporary American art. Modern contemporary American art. It's like flexible, or it's becoming more flexible because. You know, we're always asking the question, like, what does it mean to be American? Whoa. Yeah. Is there a lot of that? Is there a lot of what is art? Mm. And the what is America? Mm. I could- uh, maybe more the latter, like, what is America? Like, uh. if an artist lives in the United States for 20 years, are we allowed to collect their work? Whoa. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually... Uh, so do you have a lot of arguments about that? Because do you start certain artists... Kind of, I mean, I don't know how the curating process works. Do they apply? Do I, yeah, if I'm well, an artist, do I work? just like, do I pitch can myself I, to you? Or? Be like, you Yo, can. We get some. a lot of mail. Really? Yeah. really? That's we so get old school. Lo- if you go on our website, there's a whole FAQ page for if you want to send your artwork. Can I send some stuff over there? Yeah. 
We yeah. can all be artists. We're getting in. That's um, we could. Uh, we're it, just getting now. We're getting like thousands of mail. Of course. Oh, <laughs> right. yes. I mean, yeah. Everybody uh, do it. <laughs> Wait. So and we look through all of them. You do. Really? Yeah. Because this is interesting. Because in comedy and music, you're not allowed to do that. If you really? send a script or like a, a mixtape to a record label, mixtape uh, or whatever, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they are legally not allowed to look at it. Really? Wow. Because if they look at it and then a future artist under that label releases something similar oh. to that music, they can they can be sued for copyright infringement, oh, right? They so they can't they look at they anything look at to oh. just to cover their asses. But, but, but for you guys, that, I mean, it is that is a way to find artists. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you picked up people through mail? No, but no. <laughs> False hope. False hope. No, I like but that. Sometimes there is really interesting stuff that does come through the mail. Okay, yeah. so can I ask you this? Because I don't know anything about art. I'm going to ask a lot of dumb true. questions today. He doesn't know. Um, what made you want to? What, what what attracted you to the Whitney versus sort of the other museums? Um, because for me, I, I've been to a bunch of museums just because I live here. Um, mm -hmm. I like MoMA. MoMA's cool, but like I, I think I went to the Whitney once with you, Mike, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, like yeah. a party. Um, I couldn't really tell the difference between like what like what you guys were doing, and what they're doing, but that's because I'm not art literate but can you maybe des describe to our listeners or people who aren't really into the wor art world like what you're like that American thing you're talking about How, yeah maybe a little bit more about that yeah, and, and what you guys are doing differently and why you like that yeah I think that's why I like working at the Whitney there's like a very specific focus so like MoMA thinks about like international artists mm -hmm. like um, they look at European like European artists but like the Whitney very much focuses on American artists mm -hmm. and there's something interesting I think as an immigrant to think about like who we consider to be American artists and what does that mean? Ooh. And like, as you grow the collection, like how are we trying to be more inclusive of thinking about this like growing definition of American? Mm -hmm. So how, how do you guys currently define it? I don't think we even have like a specific definition. It's like something that we're always just thinking about mm. and trying to wearing like, berets yeah. and like thinking about it. <laughs> yes. mm. Yeah. Black turtlenecks. Black turtlenecks. <laughs> how many black turtlenecks do you own? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I have like <laughs> black turtleneck like t-shirts and then I have black turtleneck sweaters. So for casual artistic discussions, black turtleneck t-shirt. That's that's good. Yeah, I would say like I own like two. <laughs> <laughs> How many is required to be a curator? No, okay. Uh, so just going back to, I guess intrinsically I knew there must be somebody picking stuff and there must be a curator, but like I would never have thought of that as, you know, a, a job I, I, yeah. would, I would always have guessed like a professor did it like a random professor yeah. did it or something like that but you know how did you talk us like how did you did you study art did you get how did you get into this I actually didn't I mean if we want to go way back oh yeah let's <laughs> go way back let's go way back when I was a kid I always loved like drawing and doing art stuff and then I really wanted to be an interior designer because mm. there was um do you remember that show Trading Spaces? Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they had like a kids version and I really wanted to be on that show. <laughs> 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 um, but then after that, like, you know, I have, my parents are Asian. They really wanted me to do science. Mm. Um, so when I went to college, I actually studied science. Um, mm, and I got my degree really? in bio. What? Yeah. I was going to be like in a health career. That oh, was all wow. set. Right. And then I graduated and was like, I can't do this. Um, and I loved like going to museums and looking at art and as a kid I we went to the Getty Museum a lot yeah and I remember like being wowed by that space are you from New York no Where, I'm from, I, don't even, I don't even know where the Getty what is that the Getty it's in LA yeah oh it's in LA I'm okay. from Orange County California what? Wow. you and I yeah I know that maybe I knew where did you yeah. go to school 
I went to a magnet school called Oxford Academy. Oh man, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds really nice. Yes, a magnet. School. You guys have like a fencing team, don't you? No, we actually didn't have a gym until like I was a senior. You know why? Uh, why? <laughs> because sports takes you away from studying. That's yeah. why, Bob. Yeah. Oh, dang. So, where did you go to college? I went to Brown. Oh, wow. And then and then I like this part. You trading spaced your career. <laughs> yes. Huh? huh? You, your parents <laughs> thought they were going to get modern modern, but then you hit them with the contemporary. <laughs> Bam, you know? So, so how, how do you Okay, so you got you just graduated from college at a bio degree. Did you even take the MCATs or anything like that? No. So you you were just when you graduated you're like no way. No I way I'm doing. I took the GREs, but luckily the GRE lets you you can apply to like different grads. All grads yeah, yeah, go yeah. with oh, it. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so, so your parents weren't like you got to be a doctor. Just like please no, something with science. No, cuz my sister does that, so I was off the hook. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> took one for the team. <laughs> so you're second, second tier health shouts professional. The other, I'm the youngest the child, gal. can you tell? Oh, <laughs> man. So, uh wait, so then were you like thinking, okay, I, I want to kind of transition into doing something art Yeah, related. so I had taken a lot of art history classes. Oh, and okay. then when I graduated, I like told my mom, I was like, I want to do an unpaid internship I'm sorry, at a museum. What did you say? A what? <laughs> an unpaid internship. <laughs> so slavery. That, <laughs> and they were like, huh? <laughs> and it was also in Western Massachusetts in the Berkshires because I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't know like what museums were in New York. I didn't even know what the Whitney was then. Oh, wow. So the only internship I got was at the Norman Rockwell Museum. Oh, oh but he's cool. Yeah. That's kind he's of American. Cool. Yeah. That's American. Yeah. 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 I know who that is. Yeah. So I lived in Western Massachusetts for the summer after I graduated from college. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. Who, who was supporting your parents? Your parents yeah. definitely thought you were in a cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to study art in the forest. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so we're, but they, they, so they did, they kind of, they did support you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they there. did support me, of course. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. weren't like totally like, we're cutting you off now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, so then you, you did this Norman Rockwell thing, and then, and then did you go back to school? And then, well, then I went back home and I interned at um, the Orange County Museum of Art, which is oh, a great yeah. museum. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did that for like nine months at home, and during that time, I applied, I applied to both physical therapy school mm. to please my mom yes and then secretly was applying to art history master's <laughs> program damn dude the secret college application the main and the side chick the side yeah. 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 Ooh, you signed <laughs> into DMs and then when Sup, I was like getting acceptance letters from like both places I told my mom I was like so I got into NYU for my master's in art history and that's where I'm going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit, did you go? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so at what at what point were you were you interested in or I mean did you know like oh I want to kind of get into some curatorial thing or is it yeah. you know? I think I always knew that I wanted to work at a museum and not be a professor like in a classroom. Mm-hmm. Um I think one I like sort of working more like that sort of office environment yeah. and also I like a lot like what museums did for me and like sort of how inspired I was in that space and I wanted to do that for other people too Mm. I want to talk about this because you mentioned this earlier the the art scene in New York and I'm sure LA it's very cool right a lot of people want to do it it's kind of like fashion and music everybody wants to intern there and there's only like four or five cool museums Uh, I I assume it's very competitive yes you had mentioned earlier that it's very hard for people to kind of get in yeah Um, can you maybe talk a little bit more, more about like what that means when you say it's hard to get in and like what were some things you had to do or like what are some challenges you had to overcome to like just be associated with some of these major institutions yeah i think i mean one is that like 
you know, these are the best in New York, especially these are the best institutions yep. and they want, you know, you to have like a good grasp of art history, to have gone to a great grad school, to have done the internships. And, you know, it's hard for people who like don't come from a wealthy background to tell their parents, like, I'm going to live in the most expensive city yeah. in the country mm, and unpaid. also be unpaid yeah. Yeah. and do this full time and hope that I get a job afterwards. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those are challenges. And also like, I didn't grow up looking at art or even understanding like any lingo behind it. And mm -hmm. my parents didn't know that any of it mm. as well. Like I would try to bring them to museums and they'd be like, what are we doing right now? When I, I remember when I was like, I went home and I was like, I'm going to apply to a master's degree in art history. And my friend, my parents' friends would like talk to each other and they would be like, so your daughter's going to get her master's to become a guard. <laughs> a guard? Yeah. Because that's what like, they saw. Yeah, that's Just the, the guard. only thing like they the, saw. A guard. Like a guard at a museum. That's, what? That's what they only... But they, like, weren't, they weren't joking. They were serious. Yeah, because wow. like they don't go to museums. They don't know that there's a whole staff that like runs everything, that does like events, you know, that thinks about fundraising, that does curating and research. So all they saw was like... The guy standing there. Yeah, the guy yeah. standing there. This is fascinating because I feel like that's a lot... Of, that's a And thing. that's beyond... You know Asians too. You oh know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but especially with like immigrant parents. I don't. Are, you, are your parents immigrants? Yeah. So you're first generation. Yeah. I guess right. So they don't. They don't know a lot about America, right? That's why a lot of Asian parents push some of these more common mm -hmm. trades right. on their kids because they understand lawyer, engineer, doctors because yeah. they had that in their They've, home country. Yeah, they have that in the old country. Right? But it's like, if, well, how am I going to explain my podcast to my mom? You know what I mean? <laughs> we can't. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, even if they want to support us, they, they can't really because they yeah. don't even, they don't understand what's happening. Exactly. And I think that was like something that was really hard for me to, be like, I know that they support me because obviously they're paying for my rent, et cetera, but they can't support me like in an emotional way to understand like what is a milestone mm. in working oh, in the arts, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I would take the money either way, so <laughs> that's more important. No, uh, but so do, do they understand a little bit more now about what yeah. you do? Okay. Uh, yeah, they recently came to visit and I brought them to the Whitney. And oh. so they were like, wow, this building is nice. Ah. <laughs> But I like I like that you took them to a nice building and so the it wasn't the Whitney I just took them to a random <laughs> nice building. Where I was like, this is where I we should do that. <laughs> if my parents are over, like, hey, you know, can we go see a comedy show? Yeah. I would just like take them to like the J.P. Morgan yeah, like, yeah. building. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, here yeah. It is. we're just in the lobby. That's where I work. This is amazing. Uh, so how about this? I mean, I have I have an opinion about our. I remember I took Fumi to an opening. And uh, you I did, had, yeah. Remember oh, that party? We went, we hung out there. And oh, it was yeah, an opening yeah, yeah. There, and uh, I've always had this awesome idea. I we wanted to, we tried to do it. We we couldn't do it because of legal reasons. But what <laughs> the idea was that we were, I was gonna, me and a guest would get high as shit. I'm talking about super, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like smoke a huge J right before going inside, and then I would try to explain art to them. Because I know a little bit about it because I go to so many things and I was trying to explain art to Fumi. Oh, you mean explain it to somebody who doesn't know. <laughs> who doesn't about know. It. It's right, like, right, yeah, right. Okay, so like what's happening here is the reason why this is like, you know, like why, you know, Donald Judd was very interested in space and like permanence, you know? And then Wow, I, good job. See, wow. I'm pretty good. That's the only wow. guy I know. But like, <laughs> just like but imagine that stoned out of your gourd. So that I thought would be really fun, but before I got into art, I, you know, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people think like this. Like, you go into a thing and you're just like, what am I? What am I looking at? What yeah. am I looking at? Like, yeah. is there a way? How do you, like, if I'm a fucking, I'm Fumi. I don't know yep. shit. I'm a moron. <laughs> I'm, I'm Fumi. Thank I don't so know much. anything. Yes. I am a little man. No, I, no I, how would I, how would, how would you explain to somebody 
who doesn't know anything about art like what what should you be looking at you know yeah mm-hmm. i think there's a huge misconception that like just because i work in the art world and i like studied art history that i like walk into moma and i'm like i know everything yeah. and i can explain everything right um but i would say like when you go into a museum if it's like a temporary show that they've done specially um you should like read the wall text because mm-hmm. it's kind of like it tells you the argument of the show so you understand what argument you're looking at. of yeah. the show yeah what do you mean by that it's kind of like when you're writing a paper like it needs a thesis and, that, and every art piece has a thesis not every art piece well yeah it can if the artist has like an argument to whatever their painting is mm-hmm. um but like every show should have like some sort of argument whether it's like a retrospective that's like showing you the entire career of an artist or like a very specific time period in an artist's life like what are they trying to say about this artist's life during this time mm, 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 mm. or it can be like a group show of several different artists and what do these artists all say about something mm. so your advice to new museum goers is read the fucking thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you should read like all the labels for oh, every it's so long sometimes Ooh, man. Yeah. So yeah, long. it is a lot of reading sometimes yeah. I can spend like hours in one exhibition well can I can I just look at it and hate it how about that you can do that too okay yeah. sick what do you think about for me art is if I look at it and I, I want to be like this is cool you know, uh, when I went to the Whitney thing, yeah, uh, I forgot even who we looked at. But I don't remember who the artist was, but I remember I was impressed with the <laughs> technique um, because uh-huh. it, it was very. Yes, it, I, I remember you know, now. You know, now. I remember. I don't remember who it was, but it was almost Why like. Why don't a, you describe it? It was like a, it was like an Instagram <laughs> picture. Imagine an Insta- Instagram square picture of like a cool guy hanging out in a rich mansion, but it, it was, was but it was oil paint. I forgot. I don't know who it oh, was. Oh, Toyin. Oh yes, yeah, maybe. the drawings. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember yeah. I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I can appreciate like the craftsmanship that went yeah. behind to create this, you know. And I think a lot of people can do that. But then I went to the fucking <laughs> what is the one upstate? Deacon? The Deacon. That place the, blows, the, dude. Deacon's awesome. I went what? there. I went there. First of all, I walk in right. There's a red carpet with like <laughs> large pencils, like pencil looking. Like imagine oh, large, yeah, yeah, yeah. large unsharpened yeah, yeah, yeah. pencils, and there's like just a bunch of them. And they're like, this is a thing. And I'm like, okay, fuck this. And I go to a different <laughs> room and then just, there's a pile of sand and there's a pile of glass. And oh a yeah, pile of Robert dirt. Smithson. Yeah, fuck that guy, dude. Yo, or what's like, up with that guy? Yeah, what's up with that guy? What am I supposed to think when I see that? It's yeah. like, I pay for the MTA North ticket. You know what I mean? I came all the way up here to take my girl and I'm like this, I gotta look at a pile of sand. Piles are sick. Okay, wait. Um, <laughs> oh God, argument. I'm gonna butcher this. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me what I was supposed it's, to yeah, think. It's not, even, it's not even about like what he's doing necessarily, but just like, you know like how are you supposed to approach a pile of sand right how am I supposed to digest <laughs> well, yeah, this it's hard because <laughs> I think I think it is hard when like if you have more context of other artists in our uh, history it mm, makes more sense to you to yes. know like you know Robert Smithson was working <laughs> I don't sorry, I no it's okay you don't have to have facts on this podcast <laughs> at all you can make it up just I mean, tell us I mean, we feel. don't even know if that's really the guy's <laughs> well, name I'm just saying if you walked into a museum you paid like 20 bucks to be there and you just see a pile of like minerals <laughs> What are you supposed to think, man? Well, I guess, did, was there a guard there? Could you have asked him, like, oh, Wait, what is this? I can ask the guard questions? Yeah. You can usually ask. I thought the guard was there to protect the piles. He is, but yeah, he, but he up, also knows about shit? Yeah. He ends up having to sit there See, all day. This is yeah. this is something that people don't know. Ah. Most people don't know this. Yeah, you can ask guards questions. But this is like the secret menu at the Chinese restaurant. People, oh. don't, people don't know this, that what? you could ask. I didn't even know there was a secret menu. You can always ask. I don't know, you could ask the guard about That's how the, you get the walnut prawns. <laughs> oh, yeah, that stuff is good. <laughs> 
So the walnut prawns of arts uh, is at the guard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always think of it like this. I, and I was trying to explain it when I was talking to Fumi. And I may have been high when I was telling him. Yeah. So this is where okay. I, I, got, I got into it. But I always think like, you know, when you approach something, you um, just think about scale is usually like important to me. Scale. I like scale. So like, for example, at the Dia Beacon, there's yeah. this artist where he made a whole bunch of holes in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that guy? Oh, it's Michael Heiser. Yes. Yes. Big holes in the ground. Just okay. really big. And you just go up to it. And if you kind of think about, there's a, it's just a hole in the ground, right? Yeah. But it has presence. It has presence. Yeah. Because like, you, you just think about <laughs> your... Wait, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? You just think about your relationship. It's got swag to the whole. Yeah, <laughs> there's like a supreme hat in well, the like, fucking hole. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That was the interesting thing is you couldn't see the bottom of the, why? Of the why? hole. Why? Why? It's really it deep. That deep. It's really oh, deep. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so you just kind of think about like if you think about reality, right? You think about your life. Yeah. You've never you never run into a hole. Think about okay, it. Okay, okay. You never, if you, right, if, you, right, if, you right. walk, if you walked outside right now and you saw a big goddamn hole in the ground, you yeah. couldn't see the bottom of it. You'd be yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. You'd be yeah. freaky. Yeah. And so just the idea of having that, having that in your life now. Having that in your life now. <laughs> yeah. hey, now when have you ever seen a big ass pile of That's sand? That's a really interesting way to see. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, and then, and then like, you know, you go up to it and I'm like, I'm afraid of it. Yeah. You know, it's weird that. Yeah you're afraid in the in you're in a museum well, i was afraid because you're it was powered glass and i was like if <laughs> yeah, i if i this fall is very this, dangerous yeah you know? dude. So where's the vacuum cleaner <laughs> these <laughs> are questions <laughs> that we all need to ask uh, ourselves oh Mike, man you should give tours i'm telling you <laughs> i need to get high as shit <laughs> you need to take like me and like eagle and like out of these i would love that <laughs> other can like can we organize <laughs> yes. this to the whitney first of all i need at least a thousand dollars in weed money <laughs> alone okay we're gonna need digestibles di- 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 and all sorts of stuff but anyway so I don't know if there's any tools like that that you know you ever explain to your friends like you're gonna go into this thing and you're gonna see a like a, a thing that you think that you know you're I always hear like oh my, my kid could do that I could have done that yeah what do you think oh, about yeah. that what do you think about that I usually say well yeah but you didn't think of it oh <laughs> I like that you like know? everyone says that about Jackson Pollock they're yeah, like Jackson he Pollock. just threw stuff on the ground like yeah. threw paint on the ground I'm like yeah but he like had to think about that and thought about doing it mm. did you think about doing that oh snap <laughs> right, roasted. Right, right, right. roasted and like roasted. if you try to copy I think there's like been studies of people trying to copy him yeah to see if like you can tell the difference and you can if you're yeah. like a expert that has studied his work you can tell the difference wow mm. um I have another question for you um, why? Who? Who is? Who is relevant now? Who should we be? Yes. Who should be watching? <laughs> because curator, tell us. Okay, this is the bigger question. Okay, I always try to relate it to other arts like music and, and comedy because I know that a little bit more. But you know, right? Music, everything is hip hop now, right? Everything is like trap is beat. It? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, if you, you look at Spotify so top one hundred, everything is really? is Drake. Everything is that beat. You know, uh, if you look at look comedy, great. a lot of you, right now it's all about people of color, LGBTQ community voices. People yep. want to hear different perspectives. Yeah. That's what's in right now. Yeah. What is in in art right yeah. now? Yeah. I think looking at artists of color. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And and how and like what are, what are they doing specifically? That like a straight white, straight white artist is that a thing? Are there, yes. straight, white? Are there straight white white artists? Yes. Uh, <laughs> is that a thing? I don't even know. <laughs> no, there aren't any. Yes. I just, I just the because a lot of straight white comedians will complain about like not getting booked and stuff, and just the thought of like an artsy straight white guy being like, mm. be like, my paintings won't get accepted in the mail. Like, it's in the mail, sitting in yeah. the mail. Um, so what are like what are people? So what are POC or POAs? People of artists? Nope, that's what? not it. AOCs, <laughs> AOC, artists, artists of, of color. color. AOCs, also uh, the politician. <laughs> what, what is like what are, what are they doing specifically that you find interesting? Well, I think it's more like you know, 
art history that we call it like the canon which is like the accepted narrative of art history that you like learn in school it's mainly like white ma- and male mm-hmm. um, and so people are like rediscovering artists that were underrepresented or overlooked in their time period mm. um, and like reinserting or not reinserting um, bringing them into the canon if mm. that makes sense yeah. yeah the canon I want to be part of the canon <laughs> that's canon with one N that's canon yes. with one yes. N not two N fuck not that <laughs> this is even more important um, is there you know you said you talked about how it was really hard to get into this you know this world i would imagine right were, were there were there people was there were there people who helped you you know like yeah is there, yeah yeah like, I, who, were, who, who i was very fortunate to have like i think even at the norman rockwell museum there was a curator there who um i guess really saw potential in me and we stayed in touch and she like really guided me in terms of like thinking about what are good schools to go to what to study and how to navigate the field because i had nothing i had no idea what i was doing mm-hmm. and then even when i went to the orange county museum of art um i have a my boss there who I'm still close with like 10 years later um, we stayed in touch and you know she helped me also navigate and I think it's really important to have like mentors especially in this field that can be like quite opaque um, mm-hmm. um, and insular it's not like you know when you go become a doctor there's like clear steps on like this yeah. is what you do you know you go to residency um, it's really nice to have someone to like talk through things with mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like um, and just help you figure out like what your next steps are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you have a mentor ever in in comedy and or your um, copywriting career, because hmm. you made it pretty far. I from, I have, when I from when I first met you, I feel I do have a mentor in, now. Um, my boss and in, in, in my like day job, my, yeah. my you know. But before that, I, that's a weird thing. I think I've mentioned it before. I've not really ever met another Asian American copywriter. Mm-hmm. There's like there one of my my friend is. And there's me, and there's mm. like that's a, there's us two. So you guys are <laughs> that's, rivals. That's it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he dropped out. So he, he did. He had a better. He has a better job now. So <laughs> so that was he, he got out. So yeah. like I'm like the only one I know. Um, there's not really that many, you know, like mentors. And I I agree with you. I think it's really yeah. important to find someone who. I always think about this. Like, is there somebody? You know, I'm I I would like to be that person when I grow up. Yeah. Even though I'm already grown up. Yeah. You know, yeah. like is there somebody? <laughs> That I'm like, I wish I was born. That's a weird thought to have. Right. I mean, as a kid, you know, like I didn't have that many people where I was like, oh, I want to be like this guy. Yeah. In my whole life, I'm like, there's only a few people where I'm like, this is the person I want to be like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah. You know, the mentorship thing is interesting and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, but I feel, and I only know this from my, the comedy world. I've always felt like, I feel like I kind of have a mentor now, maybe, but for a while, like, I feel like it's it was hard for me to find one maybe because in a way and i'm not not using the race card but i think if you're like an asian comedian or like an asian artist you have to find somebody who's gonna like believe in your craft right yes and so who's most likely going to find your craft relatable funny and like investable right right probably other asian comedians well the problem is we don't have a lot of asian comedians so nobody was i remember like you know, my friends started opening for certain people like two, three years in the comedy. Yeah, yeah. And they're like white dudes, yeah. you know. And I was so happy, but I was, I was just thinking like, some of them, some of them, I'd be like, man, I think I'm fighting that guy, but it doesn't even matter because that guy probably doesn't understand what I'm talking about, or like right. maybe, maybe he doesn't think I'm right for his audience. You know, yeah. there's a whole like systematic thing happening, and so I don't know what it's like in the art world, but I always found, I always found that to be a little frustrating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think you also like can't assume that just because my mentor is white 
she won't understand or she or he will not understand mm. there, I mean there's people you go for different things you yeah. know um, so I think like I found ways to like relate to curators of color mm-hmm. that understand like what it's like to be a person of color in the art world versus like you know my mentors that are white and like understand me on different levels too I'm, mm. I don't know if I'm answering yeah. this no yeah. of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah is there uh, have you been you know you're in the game now do you mentor anybody I mean do you have a, do you give advice to people like what is your advice if somebody's like you know maybe not even want to be a curator but just like you know I want to explore what there is out there yeah. like looking back about you know I mean it is pretty yeah. improbable like that you were able to become assistant manager here you know Michael assistant manager guard yeah so like do you have advice for people who are like interested oh. in you know, doing that not even again not even art but you know whatever yeah I think I think you should do a lot of internships um, and figure out like the different avenues that you're interested in. Mm. I think like you don't want to like set yourself in. Uh, this is terrible advice. <laughs> no, this is good. That's, no, that's, that's the real. name of this podcast. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, just like I think a lot of like I said, because like the art world is so opaque and like it's hard to understand what's going on. Like you should do internships to see what the different departments are and which ones you like. Mm. And not everyone has to be a curator. I think that's like a huge thing. Like everyone thinks like that's a glamorous job. That's the thing that you should do. But there are totally like so many different other types of jobs, not even in museums that are related to the art world where you can be working with artists or working in the arts. Hmm. Other jobs. Other jobs. I thought there was only two. Garden curator. Garden curator. <laughs> yeah, maybe the guy who sells coffee. So oh, that's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, I like this. Mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. this. I Do like you have this. any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Final thoughts, um, man. Uh, do you smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that, but uh, I hope you do because I'm telling you this, this, uh, this, this, this series I have. I'm gonna make it happen one day. I'm gonna be famous, <laughs> and this is one of the things I'm gonna pitch for why, sure. Why? So it's a camera issue. That's the problem, right? Yeah, we, I, we tried to pitch it. I tried to do it. You actually did try to pitch no, it. No, well, I didn't try to pitch it like officially to them or anything. Like you just ran an idea by him. Some yeah, to, like, to Gina, right? Yeah. And uh, I was just like, hey, you know, if I get, what if I have the series where I get high and I talk to about art with people who don't know anything about art? And I, I, I feel I could do it because I don't really know anything about it. I just happen to have gone a lot. And so, um, if anything, I could just tell you where, like, where to get ice cream after you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's key. Shout out to Emma. Her Hills. mom will be there. Like, yeah. oh, this is the cafeteria. Thank you so much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want this to happen. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back with our guest, Jessica Mann curator 
assistant manager uh, <laughs> the, Whitney Museum. the Whitney Museum the Whitney Museum so if you have complaints please uh, send it to her no uh, we're gonna do our favorite segment Das Race, Race News and we've got uh, a fun one uh, the first one um, I'm just gonna read it alright this comes from the Baltimore <laughs> Sun Tau- Towson University police warn of a woman on the loose looking <laughs> looking for a date for her son <laughs> this is a Amazing. The woman in her 50s wearing a multicolor scarf showed students a picture on her cell phone and asked if they were interested in dating her son. This is an Asian mom. Yes. Just to clarify. <laughs> this is an, an Asian, Asian mom. mom. Incident alerted students via a incident, to incident advisory with a link to surveillance footage of the woman. Can you imagine getting an yeah. Amber Alert about that. this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be warned. Woman, Asian, 50s. Middle-aged Asian woman on the loose. Middle-aged. <laughs> you know, I was thinking how... Okay, because... Conceptually, this is a very funny and cute idea. And, you know, it takes a lot for campus security to, like, send this email blast. So, like, how disruptive was she being? You know? know. Because because I feel like Asian ladies, especially just older women in general, just always get the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, nobody really calls the cops on the, on older ladies. And I wonder who she was asking, you know? (laughs) Oh, girls. Bunch of girls. No, yeah, but like, what kind of girls? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'd be very interested in seeing, I think this could be a good reality show where you have your mom pick up the rose. It's like The Bachelor, but but the mom gets to give the rose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, I feel your mom. You are worthy of my son. Yeah, you know, my mom, (laughs) I think, would definitely pick someone, you know, she she would you know pick someone from a good family you know you know good but how could you know grades. that like well, in the campus this mom was like can you also email me your resume yes <laughs> exactly there you go send me i need i need some transcripts as well but you know she, i mean i would i would say you know my mom would definitely not pick someone ugly Right, you right. know, she would she'd be like, "Hey, my son is cute. Why yeah, not?" You're, you're very pro. We've talked talked about this before, but you're very pro. I'm very pro. Um, what is that? Uh, arranged, arranged marriage. marriage. I'm all yeah. about arranged really? marriages. Really? Yeah. Yes, I, because you got you know you, it's it's you, your parents are doing the swiping. You don't have to do any swiping. You know. But his his theory is that your parents know you, and yes. they're not gonna pick anybody ugly for you. They're not you. gonna pick someone ugly, and they're gonna pe- yeah, like especially my dad. My dad's my dad's a dirtbag, you know. He's right. definitely gonna pick someone like he's like, oh, yeah, I want a hot chick for my son. Nice. <laughs> How about you? Did you um? Did, have your parents ever tried to set you up with anybody? Yeah. Have your parents ever tried to set you up? Kind of, and I shut the conversation down. Really? Oh, really? Be- because you were not comfortable having this conversation with your parents, or because the dude that they suggested was ugly as hell. <laughs> which which which. Yeah, they chose people that were not for me. Really? <laughs> like really? what? Like who? Just like, like they want like a very... Okay, this is going to sound so mean. But they just like wanted me to date like a very respectable Asian boy that was like at the library 24-7. Mm. <laughs> it's so weird when parents set their sons and daughters up because it's them being like... Like here, have sex with this person. Like you know, it's like hey, fuck her. Like it's just so weird. And and if you think of it from that, if you just pretend they're saying that to you, and then they show you this like nerdy dude who's in the library, it's almost a little disrespectful. You I, know? Yeah. This uh, this this I love that this mom too was she 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 was uh, she was approaching people at two campus buildings. One is the Cook Library, of course. Gotta go. <laughs> Going like, but also, uh, uh, wait, Cook Library uh, and Center for the Arts. So I guess there is some okay. interesting, you know, hey, both, hey, you know, she's not going to like the open-minded Asian. Yeah. Open minded. Well, what happened is she probably started the library. Started and, the and library, and she wasn't getting any good ladies mm-hmm. there. So she went. To, she was like, let's get a little social. Let's, let's get a little the, social. Let's go to the arts. Let's go see. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, you know, what do you, ma'am. What do you think she said to them? Well, I mean, she had the photo. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. like, hey, would you hit this? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> what would you say if you were walking down the street and like an older Asian woman was like, hey, are you single? And you're like, oh, yeah. And, and they just show you a picture of like an Asian girl. I'm like, this is my daughter. Was, would you maybe want to go out with her sometime? How how would you react to that if that I, happened I mean, to you in New York City? Yeah, man, I guess. I, I think I, I might say yes. Because it's, like, it's like a funny story. Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, well, how is that different from t- from Tinder? Except that now there's a Chinese lady involved, right? <laughs> but that's a big, that's a big factor. <laughs> I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. But what do you mean? You can't just you dismiss know, this Chinese she, lady. What? How how do we know that this she isn't be, isn't worse than the algorithm? Right. That Tinder is serving up. She's got know? her own algorithm. She's got her own algorithm yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. telling you, this could be a thing for yeah. sure. So that was a, that was that was a good race news. Uh, we're gonna do. <laughs> We're gonna do another one. This yeah. is a little bit, a little bit more, um, you know, charged. I think. Yeah. Uh, Esquire uh, has been getting some heat recently. They had a, a cover feature uh, uh, called "The American Boy." American okay? Boy. Okay. And uh, it's uh, essentially about this, like, I don't know how they found this kid. How, how do you, you know, like, <laughs> they found this? What I guess you could think of as a quote-unquote typical Midwestern white straight male mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. The enemy. The, <laughs> the enemy. <laughs> And they did a whole story about him. It's a whole like feature, so it goes yep. on for pages and pages. And they kind of go get into his whole life, and mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. all these very like artistic photos of him putting on his sneakers, and and yep. that was a thing. And you know, people, a lot of people getting a lot of uh, heat for it. I personally think, I mean, I think it's just funny that they call him, you know, an American boy, right? Because if I was on the cover, they would not put that. <laughs> title on there for sure. Right, 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 right. Like, Who's this guy? You know, I, um, I love that. It, it's kind of like uh, I don't. I forget what clothing brand did this, but to me, I read that and it was like back to basics. Yeah, <laughs> like straight white males. Like, hey, let's let's basics. let's not forget what this is really about. Yeah, 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 yeah The yeah. American <laughs> white boy. Um, but I don't know, Jessica. Did you did you did you read the did you read the, yeah. the Esquire thing? I mean, I just thought it was also just a bad article. It yeah. wasn't a great article. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Like, I mean, if you're going to choose someone, choose someone with a lot of opinion Yeah, that, like, has a lot to say. But I think that was the point, is mm. you, choose, you just choose an average basic boy that doesn't have a lot to say. I don't, I don't know why... But who know, would want to read that article? Well, we, well, we did. <laughs> we, we all did. We yeah, all did. I did out of research, though. You know? Right, right, yeah. right. I yeah. mean, but, but this went viral. You know, I'm very yeah. cynical. I love conspiracy shit. I think this was just a PR move. Um... But a PR move to like to get more clicks and and, uh, more, and more you know more views. You know though, uh, uh, Jesse has a good point because being a regular quote unquote regular white boy is newsworthy today. It is yeah yeah. That's so fucking weird. It's, I mean, like weird. I've spent my whole mm. life to try to be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and now I dress interesting. Yep. I have a I do comedy. I'm yep. a writer. Yep. I have a lot of tattoos. Yeah. I have funny glasses, right. hats, right. I've everything. <laughs> like, my name, I spell my name funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one has ever <laughs> written write about, about me. <laughs> but they, but, but Ryan. Oh, wait, well, hold on here. Ryan Morgan. <laughs> What's that? Ryan. Oh my God! You have a 3.0 GPA. Well, get your ass on the cover of this magazine, dude. That was my favorite part. Is when uh, he was talking about how he doesn't want to go to college because he wants to just go go straight to work. And his, and his and his father was like, you know, I wish I wish he I wish he changed his mind about that because I think he's a very smart boy. In a second, and then in another paragraph, he reveals his GPA. Oh, yeah. He's got he got a 1.8. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking? <laughs> I, this is these are not factual things people are saying. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not even like mad at this kid. No, no, no. You can't get mad at this. You know, I mean, he's fine. That they chose him. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, honestly, good for him for for getting out there and and stuff. But like, it's just like it just falls. 
it's like you got to do all this stuff in order to get into the news or you can just do nothing and just get into the news yeah right i away. also think so you grew up in la you're, yeah. you're from yeah. the west coast west coast asians you guys are yeah, spoiled we have, a different, we have a different vibe I, right i'm from ohio like one thing i noticed is you guys you cannot understand like it's like you can't you can't analyze the midwest mm. like when p- midwestern mm. people do shit mm. you know like this whole article is about he's kind of a trump supporter and all yeah. this stuff and and People just kind of read these sentences at face value and they freak out. It's like, oh, he's a Trump supporter in the Midwest. This is the problem, mm. you know? But it's like, no, let's like, I, I grew up with people like Ryan, you know? Yeah. People like Ryan stole girls from me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's the one who, you know, he got the blowjob from my prom date. I'm very upset about that. Yeah, so, he, he did. He did. And, right? so, and he's a Trump supporter. And, and so. I know these guys and they're not like, I, mean, I don't know why I'm always trying to defend the white man on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, what's going on here? But like, I, I, I know these Midwestern white people and they're not like, bad people but i always see the people who live on the coast like antagonize the midwest and that's well, part of the problem isn't that like funny that like escort was probably just trying to show a side of it but in some ways it like totally backfired like it all the things that yeah. are now being talked about is like not what they wanted and they're just trying to show another side but they probably yeah. didn't do it in the best way mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean what do you guys think when you see i mean do you have any friends like ryan morgan i mean I would <laughs> somebody I would, who goes hunting. Well, first of all, I would venture to say that Orange County is really conservative. Oh yeah, it I've is. seen I've seen Sons of Anarchy. I know how it is. <laughs> facts, facts. Yeah, right. yeah, it wasn't only in for the past election that they go blue. For they Hillary. finally went blue, so wow. they, it's a very red county. Okay, okay. Um, but what's California uh, red compared to like? I mean, it's very red. Midwestern very, red. No, it's very, very red. Very conservative. Yeah. Very conservative. Really? Yeah. Trump supporters for sure. Interesting. Except, well, uh, except that in general they are a little bit more affluent. They generally have more money. Okay, okay, okay. But they're all about you know whatever. I mean, I mean again, California is the is the state that uh, uh, kept um, you know uh, gay marriage from being legal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, I think I think too. I I, I, see, I see your points about the uh you know uh th- this kid and you know he, he's in the midwest and i i do think that people us us el- elites us we- as west coast elites need to do a little bit better of a job trying to understand um but at the same time you know like again you know this kid by his own admission is not interested in like learning <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Say like, he says he's not interested in school yeah so i don't know like I always think of it as if if somebody else said this, like, you know, you always think about if Trump, if, if no, if Obama did any of the stuff that Trump had done, yeah, he would have been like, they would have like fucking skewered him. Oh, yeah. Day one. Day one. Right. And, you know, you always remember that this white kid is allowed to say all sorts of stuff. He can do whatever. I mean, you know, and we are everyone's always like, well, we got to think about what, you know, it's not his fault, you know, but. People of color don't have; they never get the. It's not his benefit fault. Of the doubt. They never get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. If, if 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 a if a black kid was just like, you know, I don't even, I'm not even interested in school. Yeah. You think that would like what the fuck headline? You think that would be? That would be like, <laughs> right, 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 like right, right, look right. at these blacks don't even right. like school. Right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, there's there's this whole thing, and um, so he's allowed he's allowed like to have you know consideration mm-hmm. which is totally mm-hmm. which i yeah, do everyone should That's i want to be ryan yeah i yeah. want to be this kid yeah. i also want to just work at a water plant or yeah. whatever it yeah, is yeah, yeah, to yeah, do, yeah. you know that's fire yeah. you know what i'm saying so and i think that's what we're, we're trying to trying to figure out this article brought up a really good point about like school right mm. i remember in school and you and i talked about this earlier sometimes we my friends and i would disagree on some political things but we still go to the same party together later you know we're still friends yeah but now that we're older 
you know, if you don't agree on certain things, we can no longer be friends. I think that's okay to say, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't, as a 29-year-old, I can't, I just can't have a friend who doesn't believe in gay marriage or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I just can't. There's just no way. It's a, It's gotten, it's definitely, I mean, that that is something that's really interesting in this article is that in high school now, it seems like everything's supercharged. So, like, yeah. you could, like, lose your friend if you're, if the guy is a Trump supporter or not a Trump supporter and, like, people are so antagonistic. When I was in high school, this is, I'm going to date myself. But when I was in high school, Bill, you know, Bill Clinton was getting blowjobs. Yep, yep, yep. And he, <laughs> and he, he went to, he went to, <laughs> you're so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. You're like, oh my God. Oh, what? Oh, dear. He did. He what? <laughs> he put his what in, in the mouth? What? <laughs> in the mouth? What? <laughs> you're in for a world of, of craziness. How are you so shocked? The art world. See? The if, art world is crazy. If There's she all sorts of if stuff. If she can't even handle blowjobs, uh, presidential blowjobs, how am I supposed to talk to her about like uh, a 17-year-old <laughs> drinking milk trying to vote for Trump? That's a whole different thing. So at the time when Bill Clinton was jizzing on, on dresses and stuff like Hell that, yeah, dude. he, you know, I could get into an argument with my friends about it. Yeah. And at the time I was like, I guess I was a Republican because my parents were Republicans. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I hate you now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And if they, they didn't think I they hated me. You know, it was just like, we disagreed. Yeah. And then we would keep looking at like Sony Walkmans or whatever. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, what do you, why do you think that is? Like when we're younger, is it because we're not we're not informed ourselves really? Yeah. So, so we're like, okay, that's weird. That's not what my parents said, but. Yeah, but like these guys are like all about like, it, everything is so charged now. Yeah, it is charged. Well, I but I think but that's I think just the political climate right now. Yeah. Yeah, do you think that's bad that I think so because when we're in high school we had the we, we got multiple chances to be like okay we don't agree on this but I'll see you at the party but now it's like we don't agree on this it's done yeah that's a lot of pressure for a 17 year who may or may not know what he's talking about it's true it's true I do think it's bad it's I like think it's when bad. you're a teenager you're trying to figure it all out you exactly. don't even know anything yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying to put myself in his shoes like if they interviewed me at 17 I would have said some dumb ass shit you know oh my god yeah. it, would, it wouldn't have been about politics but he says this sucks like 1700 times in this because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah, laughs> yeah. when you're 17 everything just sucks yeah, everything, everything sucks, sucks or you're gay you know that, I mean <laughs> in 2007 that everything so sucked or it was gay He's like gay. And sucks. I, I guarantee you I would have said some stupid shit like that for sure you know? yeah. yeah but I mean, that but it's like is that who I'm gonna be 10 years from now no you know true. so there was there's a little bit of that um but yeah, man, high school. It's I'm so glad I'm not in there anymore. Yeah. That's really it's that's crazy really over there. I mean, I, I I think I would like this 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 kid. He seems, he's six five, dude. Whoa, I would definitely pick him in basketball. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know he's getting all the girls. That's why I don't like him. I don't you care about his you political think so? views. You think he's getting a lot of girls? Does he I say he's so. got a, he's got a girlfriend in this? He yeah, like a long term girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, long term girlfriend. But you know how those go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, Fumi is, he's like, he's like, I don't like this guy. This guy reminds me. And also, he should stay away from my girlfriend. He, just, he dresses, okay, I, you know what? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have the article up, but the yeah. way he is dressed, that plaid shirt. With the hoodie. Yeah, but but this is like a cooler version. When I was in high school, I do like people would wear like, um, I don't even know what it's, it's like a hoodie, but it was like a plaid pa- pattern and you'd get it like Walmart. Yeah, 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 and you'd yeah. You'd wear that and a hoodie underneath it. And that was like the look. It was that, light wash jeans, like lighter jeans. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then like <laughs> white sneakers. That was the cool look. And he looks just, he looks like a 2019 version of those dudes, and it's just very triggering for me. Right now. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I mean. I can't, I can't Ryan, handle Ryan, stay away from Fumi. Ryan, dude. Okay. Uh, I think I could be friends with a lot of different kinds of people. Yeah. I think that f- definitely for sure, if, you know, us liberal elites want to. Uh, Ryan looks like, is, is I feel the kind of dude who you could probably talk him into a lot of different views. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But you, that's you also, get him on because our side. He, it's he, also because he's young. It is, yeah. it was young, but. 
that you know i think it's important that you kind of try to relate and get those values going yeah because yeah, yeah, uh yeah. you know like you're you're going to be open-minded you know i think yeah. I, I i like to think that young people are, are, are open-minded to things that you can and there's like studies that show like younger people even if they are conservative they're more liberal than they than like you know from even like 10 years ago mm-hmm. right like to your point about gay marriage like yeah there's nobody who's like running on like, let's let's ban gay marriage platform like that's right, not right, gonna right, fucking right. work anymore yeah 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 you yeah, know yeah. so i i do think that um there's hope whatever you you might want to want to call it yeah know, for for ryan and for everybody yeah man do you think we're standing up for white dudes too much in this podcast yes we are <laughs> we don't need to do that they, they we don't they, they he's got it he's fine He's going to be fine. <laughs> you know why I know he's fine? Because he's so cocky about not going to college. That's why I know, I know. he's fine. You know, it's, I, I just feel like there, we hear so many stories about like, my mom worked two jobs just so I can go to college. But blah, blah, blah. this guy's like, I'm not going to college. That's one I'm thing I'm going to say. I'm going to put my foot down right now. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I think maybe I'm getting older and I'm becoming, slowly becoming Asian dad. Yeah. Because you, I mean, I'm telling everybody, you need to go to college. You do. You just fucking, I mean, this whole thing about like how America is like not doing well, blah, blah, blah. We're fucking so dumb. Mm. We're so dumb. Yeah. We just need to like go get into NYU or whatever it is. And we, you know, we just, more education is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be better for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't want to work at a water plant? Awesome. That's fine. Yeah. But get a college degree and then you have like a nicer like engineering hat because now, and now you're doing something a little bit more challenging and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little better for you. Yeah. Ooh, Asian dad vibes. I'm getting just Asian, oh, so dad, Asian dad vibes, All, man. Uh, Yeah. Also, Jesse, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Okay, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're back with her guest, Jesse Mann from the Whitney Museum. And uh, we got some games to play with you. We always make Are you up- ready? You ready? You seem nervous. Yeah, I, I get very nervous. Like, I didn't like board games for a long time. <laughs> until this is, recently. Yeah. This is, until recently? What, yeah. made you, what made you change your mind about board games? Because I started dating my current boyfriend, yeah. and he was like, he let's play Uno. board games. And I was like, who plays board games? Ooh. And then I realized almost all my friends also This is a new games. thing. This is. I feel that millennials are into butt stuff. And board games. Settlers I don't know what Settlers it is. Settlers of Catan. <laughs> Settlers of Catan and then like rim jobs. It's just like, yeah. This is the thing that like uh, young people I love. I didn't play board games growing up either. I, so. I, I like Uno weird. though. Uno was my shit. That's not really a board game. Well, this isn't any, any, any of those kind of games. You yeah. don't have any preparation. There's no yes. rules. No, no rules. So, so you are art expert. So we're going to play this game called Is It Art? Fumi and, Mike oh will pitch, Fumi and Mike will pitch art ideas and you let us know if you put it in your curated art show. Oh, yeah. okay. That's so a, I'm the expert. You're the expert. Yeah. Will this okay. go into we're the just biennial? Gonna just yeah. pretend, like, <laughs> pretend like we are like mailing you this okay. to whatever address that's fake or whatever. Um, <laughs> so here we go. Let's just go tit for tat. I'm going to do one example. Okay. 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 So this one, uh, imagine like a very large, loose condom. <laughs> a loose, and it's hanging on the wall with a t- thumbtack. Okay, and inside are slices, slices of pineapple. Okay, and it's a fake ad for Dole fruits. Do you get it? But why is there a condom? Why is there a condom? Because the condom ins- insinuates that it's about sex, right? And and the pineapple is about the flavor of the jizz. <laughs> and so it's a it's an inappropriate ad. The for, argument. The is argument is like these pineapple pineapples companies make good, <laughs> right? So it's like Dole is trying to sell more pineapples. And they're like, do you know that when you eat us, 
when you eat our products, you just taste like pineapple. You know, I realize this is an advertisement. It's not <laughs> art. Yeah, but it's a, would, it's, a, it's a fake art. It's social commentary, bro. Oh, Flavor jizz. It's the next wave yeah. after butt stuff. I would put it on like my B list. B list? B list. Yeah. That's, That's so high. Bad. That is so That's high. Bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. It would look pretty beautiful though. I'd have three and then just pineapple slices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you hand cut the pineapple slices? Um, one would be hand cut, like in the on the donut shaped. Okay. Another one would be from a can. <laughs> yeah, and another one would be just like the 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 uh, the raw fruit, like okay. with the skin the on whole it. Spiky. Yeah. Spiky. Spiky for mm. the spiky girls. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, you got it too. Yeah. B list. That's not bad. That's pretty good. How uh, about you, I, bro? I have some real art ideas that I've always wanted to try. Okay. And so, uh, don't hurt my feelings. But <laughs> okay. So there's a bicycle. Okay. Has a bicycle, mm-hmm. and like it's completely covered in like U-locks, you know those locks, oh, the yes, bicycle yes, yes. lock? Just like the whole thing. It's just like, you can't even see the bicycle because there's so many U-locks Ooh, on it. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> what do you think? That's it. What's it oh. called? You, you, you <laughs> got a name? You got a name, bro? Untitled. I feel cool artists always put it say untitled. Yeah. Lowercase. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh no! I didn't, I didn't beat the jizz? I didn't beat the pineapple jizz? This is a good idea! She's the professional. She's the assistant to the curator. <laughs> How many? Like so many locks that you can't even see the bike anymore? Yes. That many. Is it on a stop sign or something? Uh, it's just, it's oh, just, just like, the bike. Is it it's leaning a against a wall? Just, yeah, you can lean up against the wall. Is it commentary about riding bicycles? Oh, you got to explain yourself in this game? Mm. I don't know what it's about. You know? It's just. You got exp- to try to explain it. It's just about, you know, security and how it's. Actually, that's part of it because you can still pick it up, even though it's locked. Oh it's not locked. shit, dude! I think I would put that in my show. Whoa! Yeah. You know, realizing it's it's all about the explanation, dude. Oh, yeah. it's all about the, it's not even about the stupid ass artwork. It's about it's like about the explanation. Right? I love that it's like secure, but you're never safe. Yeah, oh, that's good. Shit, that's good, <laughs> man. We're we're pivoting out of podcasting into contemporary art. Okay, what's another one? Okay, I have one called the. Uh, this one is just uh, you know those MTA. Did you guys spend time thinking about these? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know those MTA train signs. Yes. Uh, the digital ones that tell you yes. like uh, the train's arriving in seven minutes or whatever. Um, so this is like a fake one of those. It's actually working and it has like you know L train. Um, and there's two signs and it says like it'll come in five minutes and another one's come in ten minutes, and then you just sit there and you watch it and the numbers go down, and it goes to one, and then it goes back up to twenty. I like that. Yeah, and it's just like it's it's just um, you know, I just want to get people going, you know, because there's yeah, something it's like about a commentary on time, on time, Ooh. and people just get frustrated. Like, yeah, you're not, it's not even real. But if you had that at your museum, people would be like, "Oh, this is making me angry." Yeah, you know, but it's not even fucking real. <laughs> I like that idea. We're killing it. We're killing it. Sweet, quit comedy. These other these <laughs> these other artists who aren't getting in. How bad are their ideas? <laughs> Our ideas are so good. Uh, how about this one? I got this is a real one. I've I've thought about this for a long time. <laughs> so, so there's a so we do this we do this in a busy like place like on Bleecker Street or some of that like you know. Oh, so it's public art. It's public art. Oh, so it's in public. different category. And <laughs> different category. So and it's uh it's you know we do it like over Christmas, and we have like a store. It's really you know nice store. You think of like a you know like a nice like Mark Jacobs store, mm-hmm. right? And there's people inside like there's staff inside. It's filled with stuff, but there's no door. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so you can't even get in. You can't get inside, but there's people inside. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. What do you? What would you call it? Untitled. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the other word. Yeah, yeah. Untitled, untitled. comma 2019. <laughs> see, you see, this is so good. Woo. 
Dude, we are so good. We've got four. We got we got three and one B list. <laughs> one B list. That's, that's, that's good. Not that's bad. good enough. That's not bad. Um, I'm I'm out of ideas. <laughs> no, yeah, that's. I think that was. I think that was a good one. <laughs> so overall, we're pretty good artists. Huh? Yeah, you let anybody wow. in, man. This is great. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm a generous curator. Uh, other artists, step up your game. Yeah, step yeah. up your game. Because we're killing us. it. We're, we're coming for you, straight Asian guys. Straight, straight, <laughs> straight Asian guys, we're coming for you. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, this is a new segment called Mailbag where we ask our fans to uh, email us. You know, Mike, we really need to like go Instagram live before we do the show and tell people about it. Uh, yeah, because Good point. we get a big surge of emails and then we stop getting them because I think people forgot. But we have a lot, so uh, this is the one. This is we're just gonna do one, and uh, you know, this is I want. I was excited to bring this to you because you know you are. Are you in a relationship? Yes. Okay, and is your boyfriend? What does she? What does he do? He is. Um, a software engineer. Okay, cool. So this is kind of relevant. Um, this is an email from. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make up a fake name for her. I'm gonna just call her Kelly. Mm-hmm. She goes, "Hello, Fumi and Mike. Love your podcast. Panda Express. The side hoe analogy still makes me laugh hard till this day. I. I would love you. I would love to have your advice on where and how to find creative Asian guy who knows and make makes great money to build a life together. Big no to fuck boys. I'm looking for a nice guy with balls." <laughs> Wow, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of things. So creative. So learn how to find creative Asian guys who knows how to make how money. to make money knows how to make money and build a life together. Live a life together. No two fuck boys. No fuck boys. Big balls. And and how ha- ha- they have to have balls, uh, metaphorically and literally. I would assume. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Uh. Do you have uh, any thoughts? So so wait. Let's start here. Bef- is this your first boyfriend? No. How old are you? I'm. I'm not cutting 29. this out. 29. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that's that's, that's staying in, baby. Staying in. That's staying in. Um, have you ever dated people who are like, would you consider creative agents? I, I feel that yes, this, is kind of a, this is kind of a yeah. new thing. Yeah. If you're from the city, I think you have. I think everybody from the city what did, has dated. What, what, did, what did this person do? This yeah. creative he agent? worked for, uh, what is it called? Um, a talent agency in the movie industry. Oh, focus on. No, uh, so, okay, that's kind of so cool. how'd you meet him? You'd consider him a creative agent guy. Was he a fuckboy? I boy? met him online. Tinder. Uh-huh. No, it was like OkCupid. Okay it was pre-Tinder. <laughs> met him, met him wow. through, through through his mom on, on, on <laughs> campus. <laughs> <laughs> that mom did on-campus recruiting. Well, we can't just like. tell her to get online. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. I feel but that. I think th- but I think it's important to think that they're, that, you know. Hey, they're out, out there. there. They're out there. They're out there. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, I think a lot of... For, for young people this person's Asian by the way yeah is that we you know j- just like with your parents you always got to think about like there's all kinds of jobs out mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. you know so you don't have to necessarily think I, I think sometimes people think oh I, I if I want to marry a certain kind of person I have to it has to be like this one like narrow job title or something like that yeah. right like if, if I want to marry someone who like to the to Kelly's point you know who's creative and, and killing it and has balls right you know i mean i think a, a talent agent would qualify yeah. yeah well also what about an asian guy that has like is a doctor but on the side <laughs> makes art gonna, oh. <laughs> I you're gonna say, what about an asian guy with no balls <laughs> <laughs> okay a doctor who, who does art I think that's, oh, well, we have yeah. a friend who does that who the guy from brian brian's web series the doctor and actor ah uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy you know, too. Being this, creative doesn't have to be their job. This is like an insane thing. That I don't know if you listeners yeah. know about. A lot of agents out there will have. I mean, we do this too. We both have full time jobs. Yep. And make and do our thing, and then we also have this on the side. Yeah. And like, there are Asian doctors out there who also write and, and act and all this stuff. So, yep. don't yeah, don't, don't limit photographers. Don't, don't limit whatever. where you're looking. You know, don't get turned off by 
uh, their primary occupation. I would also like to say, like, if you live in a city, I was just thinking about like those banana parties we went to. Oh uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where, a lot of like, where do those there. guys hang out? Should she be just camping out outside Supreme or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, she said no fuckboys, so that's why you oh, can't have Supreme. Supreme people are fuckboys. Oh, yeah, okay. for sure. Um, I think yeah, I think the you know it, it's about surrounding yourself with like that kind of that kind of energy you want. Yeah, you know. So if you want to find a creative, cool person, cool guy, Asian guy, um, you know, you got to go to where maybe. Not, not just him, but his friends would be, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. so maybe it is like at a, uh, um, you know, these guys are always, <coughs> sounds like she wants somebody who's like hustling a lot. Yeah. So, you you know, you got to find a, um, th- there's this other dude uh, who does another podcast, that 699 a pound guy, that J-Key guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's definitely like this kind of guy, you know, yeah. he's an entrepreneur, you know, maybe you got to hang out at uh, uh, a show or something. You got to go to like, that's a know, great place to meet creative people. Yeah. Shows. Go to shows. All, of mm-hmm. all kinds. Comedy yeah. shows, go music shows. Go to comedy shows. shows, music shows, like, uh, it, it sounds art like you want. Art openings. Art openings, yeah. you know, <laughs> hip hop uh, shows. Yeah. Um, sneaker con. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, ooh, I have a story. I, at our last Hack City show, Reggie Conquest, one of the comics, mm. he uh, after the show, some girl followed him and liked like ten pictures of his, oh. and he he DM. Oh, I like, thought you meant he lit. Like she physically followed him. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> follow, follow in the millennial sense, and she liked a bunch of pictures, and he DM'd her. He's like, hey, like, do we know each other? And she's like, I just saw you at that. I just saw you at that show. What? Yeah, and now they're like dating. No. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he, he was like, yo, he's like, yo, if you hook up, you get ten percent. I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't think I want. What? I don't know. <laughs> That's what he said. So, Reggie, I'm waiting for you. Yeah, what if it was like ten percent of <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, a, just a cup of jizz? And then Reggie's jizz. And then is this is you're like, is this art? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I forward that to the Whitney. <laughs> oh man. So in conclusion, go to shows go and to shows, uh, if you like somebody, DM them. Little, yeah, do a little DM Instagram, them, please. Do a little Instagram. You sound young, Kelly, so do your thing. You know, get on the Instagram. Got you'd be surprised. Guys are stupid and animals. So like if you, <laughs> yeah, you know, our sure. egos are like stupid, so you just like a couple patients and if he thinks you're cute, then like boom, you're in. Boom. You boom, you're in. So Kelly, I hope you get on the DMs, go to shows, and uh good luck. Good luck with the hunt. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, everybody, that was episode 52. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, our guest today was Jessica Mann from uh, the Whitney Museum. Yes. Uh, Jessica, is there anything, or Jesse, I should say, we know each other now. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to let the uh, our listeners know? Any cool exhi- exhibitions coming up at the Whitney? Yeah, everyone should come see the Warhol exhibition before it closes in March. Yeah. Wow. Are they still doing the camp Campbell Soup shit? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Still doing the Campbell. That's Are you, all you he's doing got. That? He's dead. He can't he, do anything else. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so they just, they just recycle art? Recycle Cycle. art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, is that a thing? Oh, I guess the Mona Lisa. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how art how works. Art works. Yeah. <laughs> what, hey, what do you think about the the, the Burger King? Oh Andy my Warhol. gosh! I know everyone is super hyped about that. It's pretty crazy. Isn't there yeah. a billboard right here? Yeah, on Canal it's right Street. Over, it's, yeah. it's across the street from yeah. Canal Street. You can look at the uh, eat a burger like Andy. Thing. Yeah. That's no, crazy. that video is in the exhibition. What? I think. Whoa! Don't quote me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Man, that's a sneaky hamburger ad. <laughs> so that's what the museum is in New York City. So if you're like in the tri-state area, come through. Uh, it's in the it's in Chelsea, right? It's meatpacking. Yes. Meatpacking district. Yes. So yeah. it's a cool neighborhood. Very cool neighborhood. Um, you can follow me and Mike on Instagram. You can find me, Fumi, at uh, at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. And you can follow us, uh, our joint account at Asian, not Asian Pod. 
Uh, also, please follow us uh, or f- um, find us on Patreon. Uh, we have a little page there where you can donate to our cause. So uh, please find us on patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. And we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Oh, and we have bonus episodes coming out. That's going to come out in May, I think. Oh, not May, March. March. I'm going to do that in March because we're busy. Yeah. But uh, if you donate $5 or more, you get access to bonus episodes once a month. So check that out. Uh, also, iTunes iTunes reviews. If you're listening to on iTunes right now, please just go to the review page and leave us five stars and a nice comment. And if it's funny, we'll read it on the we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, is there uh, anything else? I oh I have a I'm doing a half hour stand up. I'm doing a half hour. You should come to it, Jesse. Uh, she didn't respond. She, didn't respond. <laughs> she, she liked uh, she liked all my art, but not the comedy. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm doing a half hour February 26 at 7:30 at Subculture. Uh, it's, it's in on, New York City. It's in New York City, 45 Bleecker. Um, so the tickets uh, ticket links are in our Instagram bio. So Instagram check us bio, out. So come ch- ch- check us out. And who are you doing with? Natalie Auker. Natalie Auker. Oh okay, she's also, cool, she's cool. really funny. She opened for. Uh, God, right? Yeah, God, the French Gad comedian Almade. Yeah, that's crazy. He's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so, so she's doing her half hour as well, and it'll be a great time. So awesome. please come. And uh, finally, just a shout out to her network and uh, Canal Street Radio, Canal Street Market again. Also, Listening Party. Check out the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Um, and uh, oh, Hack City is twenty seventh. That's next Wednesday, right? Next Wednesday. Uh, yes. Yeah. So come out to that eight o'clock, uh, February twenty seventh, Canal Street Market. And uh, I think that's it, right? That's it. Cool. Well, Jesse. Thank you for having me. Thank you for thank coming you. on the show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we hope to we'll uh, see our work in the museum soon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.